Fright Night Minute, a daily podcast where we discuss the original 1985 horror movie, Fright Night, one minute at a time. I'm Robin. I'm Leonard. And we want to welcome back to the podcast, Jonathan Howell from Men and Impossible and Cast of the Furious. Hey, everybody. Howdy, howdy. Thank you later. <laughs> what? I was saying howdy. Um, uh, howdy. Howdy. This is Minute 97 of Fright Night. It begins with Peter finding the final resting place of the dry ice and ends with Shark! Are you sure? This is where you want to be. Peter is opening the secret entrance, and uh, yes, amongst the dry ice, we see Jerry's coffin. And, Jerry uh, has a nice coffin. It's a nice bit of continuity. It's the same coffin that we saw Jerry and Billy carrying into the basement. You know, at the beginning of the movie. It's got a lot. It's got a lot of humps on it. Like it's a, a lot. It's got like extra extensions to it. Like more than I think a dead person would need. Most dead people like they want just a flat surface on top of them. <laughs> His like ends, and then there's like another coffin on top of it, and then there's yeah. like another coffin on top of it. It's like a three layer coffin. It's like a Russian coffin. I don't know. It, it is. It, we were wondering about the the ornateness about this coffin. If there's there's a certain design or whatever, but I'm not quite sure. I we truthfully think it was just left in the house, and he just took it over. <laughs> yeah. It's just another piece of crap in this house. Like, no, I love it if he just showed up with literally one suitcase, and he goes, oh my god, look at all this crap. <laughs> Nobody's master of the, of the neighborhood. I guess I'll move in. Yep. Uh, and we also see uh, Amy's little coffin. A little, she's got a little, it's, it's, it looks kind of comfy. It's small. It's definitely not as big as Jerry's. Um, but, uh, you know, and, and Jerry's left it open as if to say, like, honey, I'm going to bed. You know, uh, feel free to come in and lay down when you're ready. Yeah, it's like uh, leaving the, like like pulling the covers back for your wife, right? And being like, whenever. <laughs> uh, no, I don't pull the covers back for my wife. I no? fill them with parts, and then I let her. <laughs> well, discover it. okay, it couldn't have been, but it couldn't have been Jerry who left it open for because Jerry locked it from. It's locked from the outside. Jerry's yeah. coffin has a big bolt on it. Yeah, that that is uh that is something that's straight. I I considered that to be those to be hinges, hmm. um, okay. and because later. Peter says it's locked from the inside. Okay. But he breaks through those hinges and then lifts it up as if there's another set of hinges on yes. the other side. So it might not be hinges. Maybe it's something that he can latch from the inside. And so it kind of comes out and latches over. I don't know. Some I assume it's thing. lousy with hinges. Like it's just got hinges in the front and the back so he can like release from anywhere he wants. Right. Maybe that's why it's three tier. There's it's a, it's like a, a Russian nesting doll. You could open yeah. up different sized coffins <laughs> on top and like keep going down until you get to him. He's like the nougaty <laughs> center at the end, at the middle. <laughs> and he has to regenerate in there, right? This is what's happening right now. He's just burned. So now he's regenerating. I hope so, because he's a handsome man, and I'd hate for him to be all burnt up to a crisp for lifetime. He definitely needs his rest, um, and I'm assuming resting does help with the right. regeneration. Yeah, you're asking me. I'm not sure. Right? You're a vampire, right? <laughs> you guys are vampire experts now. Oh, oh crap! Maybe in Fright Night too. Uh, <laughs> this is the learning time. <laughs> Fright Night. Uh, <laughs> Uh, by the way, no, we're not doing a minute-by-minute minute of Fright Night 2, but we will be doing a bonus episode of it by the end of all this. Which uh, one's Fright Night 2? What year was that, originally? 87? 88? Something like that, yeah. I've, I've never seen that one. 
it's not available anywhere. I'm assuming nobody's going to tune in for this bonus episode, but <laughs> Len just happened to get a like a, a copy off the internet somewhere. Bootleg, yeah. Bootleg. It bootleg stars, from his vampire friends. That's right. Yeah. It, it, I mean, it, it stars William Ragsdale and uh, and Roddy McDowell. Right. But it, it's it's uh, what's known about it is it was pressure from the studio to be made. Tom Holland wanted nothing to do with it because Fright Night was kind of a a, a success and a cult hit that they tried to, you know, they wanted to put another one out. And Tom Holland said, nope, not doing that. <laughs> uh, and that same thing happened with his Child's Play. He wrote Child's Play, and then they're yeah. like, all right, let's make these a series. And he said, nope, fuck you, <laughs> and walked. So, uh, and funny enough, he uh, cut his teeth on Psycho too. <laughs> right, yeah, he did, yeah. Uh, so, I, I don't It's. I can't recommend it. I, it's been a while since I've watched Fright oh, Night wow. 2, but we're going to watch it again. Yes. Yeah, I've watched it once, and uh, we'll be watching it. One, I'll be watching it one more time for this bonus episode. Yeah, maybe oh. never again after that. <laughs> we have a guest who's a fan, so uh, we're looking forward to. Yeah, not, every, really... not everything. Not everything that comes out of these things is great. You know, it's yeah. okay. <laughs> uh, so Peter calls to Charlie and says that he found it, and Charlie hears Peter, but he's not taking his eyes off of the approaching evil Amy. Um, and she says, "Don't be frightened, Charlie," in her smoky Kathleen Turner voice. And uh, Charlie calls over his shoulder to for Peter to hurry, and that's yeah, that's when Peter says that it's uh, it's locked from the inside. So uh, Amy lays the seduction on, getting a little closer, uh, saying, "What's wrong? Don't you want me anymore?" And just raising her hands up and accentuating her positives. It is uh, <laughs> it's a it, it's a very tempting sight. Um, I do have the novelization. Uh, which goes mm. into it a little differently here. In the novelization, Amy was supposed to completely unbutton her top, expose her chest. Charlie is taken in, goes to her all entranced, puts his, puts his arms around her, and then he sees uh, a mirror and realizes that he's hold- not holding anything, right. just like Amy did with Jerry earlier in the movie. So that was that's interesting, but yeah, I don't miss. Maybe it. that was before they hired Amanda Beers to be <laughs> Amy, and they were just like, "Oh, she doesn't have breasts, so never mind." <laughs> well, they gave her some uh, really nice fake breasts, but I don't know if they'd hold up to uh, at least HD scrutiny if she really <laughs> <Right>. did <laughs> unbutton it all. <laughs> but it's an interesting idea. But I, I'm kind of glad they they didn't go with it. Yeah, it, it keeps it on the. On the PG side, keeps yeah. this movie on the yeah, PG this, this side. This movie is supposed to be like a little titillating, not uh, not Skinamax, you know, yeah. <laughs> not bo- not body. Yeah, kids are watching this movie. She does have one titillating body. That's for yeah. sure. Eleven uh, year old me, eleven year old me definitely was like, "Hey, I kind of like this." Uh, then they go, then they go and ruin it with a giant crucifix. Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's entranced. She springs at him, and then he raises that cross without even breaking eye contact, which uh, I think is one of the coolest Charlie moments in this movie. And now he believes. I'm sure there are not a lot of Charlie moments. He's basically wallpaper with feet. <laughs> But how dare you? I, I, how dare you? I love I love how he's like he. So he we're to believe he believes. Is he is he believing in God at that moment? Like what? Have you guys talked about like what? Uh, what did Father? Oh, here's what I want to say. What did Father David say about the belief? Was it the belief in God or was it a belief that the cross would work? Is it like what was the what what was the trick that had to happen? You'll have to tune in and to that episode. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm on the show. That's not how it works. It's already happened. I wish I could re- uh, recall exactly what he said, but we, we, uh, we you guys have already forgotten. No, no, we we de- we debated it pretty heavily. Yeah, uh, I don't so know how much will be edited actual, out. 
But I, no, I think I was the definitive uh, one saying, yes, it's a belief in God. I, I think I was the one, uh, and I'm not the priest, right, <laughs> at all. Uh, but I think it, I think it's the belief in God that does it. Yeah, see, right. and I'm more of like the, uh, he believes that this works, so it works. And, you know, and it, Father David did get into the whole, you know, how the cross is like, an, uh, like uh, you know, like a vampire is kind of like an antichrist. And, right. uh, you know, everything the cross stands for, uh, it, it, it repulses the vampire. Right. Well, the crucifix in, in particular, I remember he said, Jesus is on the cross giving his life to give life. Vampires are taking life to give themselves life. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of what oh, he, yeah, what right. he said about that's now. Now we need to do. You guys need to do a special episode on John Carpenter's vampires and have Father David on because that movie goes into the belief and like a lot more uh, detail. You think we can get James yeah. Woods on? I hope not. He's a garbage fire. I hate that guy. <laughs> See, that's the problem. It's like there's so many minute by minute things that I've considered. Man, I used to love those lethal. Oh, not movies. minute by minute. Just do a special. Oh, a special. <laughs> Yeah, talk with your friends for like two hours about it. Uh-huh. Around, talk about it because <laughs> that because that movie is an interesting. That's an interesting. If you've never seen it out there, uh, John Carpenter's Vampires with this the craziest cast you've ever seen. Go watch it. It's 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 excellent in that it's bizarre. And John Carpenter, of course, did did the music on it, and it's always awesome. We should do a little bonus of vampire movies. I'd love to do Bordello of Blood with you. <laughs> oh, that'd be good. That'd be good. Another Chris well, Sarandon. Dusk Till Dawn. Dusk yep. Till Dawn's great. Yeah. 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 What We Do in the Shadows. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. There's so many good ones. Yeah. Uh, Twilight. <laughs> Twi- Twilight Breaking Dawn. I, I've seen, I saw most of those in the theater. My wife made me go. I, I snuck a giant flask of whiskey into every one of them and drank the whole thing. It's fine. <laughs> you know, I have to be honest. I've never seen those movies because I have a um, slightly personal like vendetta uh, against. It was it Stephanie Meyer, right? Was that her name? Yeah. Stephanie Meyer. Yeah. So this is. What do you mean? Was that her name? Did you murder her? <laughs> Maybe. Uh, <laughs> well, one of this episode come out. Uh, <laughs> so, right. Um, just my luck. She'll be dead tomorrow, and uh, <laughs> she'll be ha- have been in Vermont for some reason. Well, you're editing this. So. Right. Okay. Uh, I, <laughs> that's true. I, years ago, I wrote, um, I, the first, years ago, the first novel I ever wrote, uh, it didn't go anywhere, it was about vampires, and it was an homage to all of this 80s vampire stuff I love, The Lost Boys, Bright Night, um, and I sent it out to some agents and publishing houses, this is back in the day when there was no fucking email, you had to actually print stuff out. On paper? And, on paper, and Ooh. fill stuff envelopes, yeah. and pay for the stamps. But uh, did they think it was blah? Blah. Yeah, they, it was definitely blah. Uh... But what happens is in the publishing world and the movie industry, things get hot, but the public don't know they're hot. The universe is cyclical. And for whatever reason, that became the year I started shopping that, that book came out and became like the biggest thing in the world. But agents and things were already tired of that shit, already tired of vampires because they'd already, I, I guess I sat on my laurels too long. Mm-hmm. The, the universe had beat me to the punch. Like they were, they were getting a ton of vampire submissions. That's really how it works. Even with J.K. Rowling's being rejected, there was wizard books being shopped around out there. That's the way it works. And then what happens is that the smaller publishers and the schlocky filmmakers, they rush to that shit. And they start pumping out the B and C versions of the vampire book mm-hmm. or whatever it is. But at the time, you know, I was really proud of this book. I go back 20 years. It wasn't that great. But, um, 
and then Twilight happened, and I had to shelve it, and it's still shelved all this time later because it sort of you like based it on like a, like a Fifty Shades of Grey, uh, like did like a kind of like a Fifty Shades of Grey, um, right thing with it, yeah. yeah, thing with it, and then turned it all into vampires. That's what she did. And, and you also yeah. you can't take no, <laughs> you you really can't take Nosferatu for an answer. You you need to go out there and you need to push your book and and follow your dream. Yeah, man, I still plan on it. I'll revisit it at some point. Okay, you got to be a can pipe. Camp, campfire. I almost did it. I almost did it. Oh, and you it. try and make a pun and you mess it up. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Ah. <laughs> well, fangs for nothing. Yeah. Uh, okay, so back to the movie. Uh, so Charlie seems uh, in, entranced. Uh, yeah, so so do you do you guys think that he was actually entranced at that moment and then pulled the pulled the cross out at the last minute? Or was he like kind of waiting for her to make her move and that because he seems like the whole not breaking eye contact thing makes me think that he's like waiting for it you know and then once he does raise the cross it that's when he's kind of like oh this is this this is kind of sad you know i don't think he was ever following for it i don't think he was ever like her her i think the only time he falls for is when she cries and then she does the jaws mouth i think i think that's what gets him I think the first, the first little sexy, because he knows that's not that's not Amy, right. like that little sexy tussle of the hair. That's he's like, oh well, she's just not being herself. But you know, it is like uh, you know, this whole movie starts off with them frustrating, frustrated, and trying to get their each other's clothes off, and and then not being into it, and, and being really scared about sex. And now this is like like penthouse letters stuff when they're coming down with these. Right. Uh, You're never going to believe what happened to me. <laughs> yeah. My girlfriend got uh, plastic boobs and her mouth grew five times the size it was. <laughs> and not in a good way. So, uh, yeah, this is when she turns away. She starts crying and, you know, she's got her back to him. And she says, it's not my fault. You promised you wouldn't let him get me. You promised. Do either of you guys, for bonus points, remember when Charlie actually promised that Jerry wouldn't get her? I assume it was in the bedroom, but I, I, when he was getting ready, like I'm not going to let him hurt any of you guys, right? But, it, but that's my guess with the, getting his weapons ready and everything, right, right? Baby, that's just pillow talk. <laughs> Does that count as a vampire movie? Are they vampires in that movie? Or are they just ghouls in uh, Evil Dead and uh, Army of Darkness? Yeah, ghouls. I think yeah, demons, yeah. ghouls. Mm. They have kind of a they have a very vampire-y kind of kind of thing going on. Do you remember Jonathan? Because uh, Len's wrong. <laughs> I don't remember the exact moment when I don't know. No, I don't. I hear okay. Uh, minute thirty-seven. Here, <laughs> how's that? Uh, I'm not sure where that minute is, but it is uh, whatever the minute was where they're in uh, club radio, and uh, he like kind of promises her right there. We get they're like scared. They're hiding from Jerry, and he says that to her. He promises. All her. right, I say thirty-seven. Uh, Everyone needs to pick a, n- a number, and whoever is closest without going over wins. <laughs> I'm going to say... Uh, I for sure didn't edit this part in right now in post, and I'm going to say, I don't know, 62? Ooh. Uh, yeah, I, I think it's more like uh, like like at least 50-something. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it's, probably hi- it's probably higher than that. It's when they're on the chase, but... This is Robin editing from the future. Actually, the answer was minute 62. Which means I was right. Ding, 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 ding. Which also means I was right. Back to the show. Uh, so uh, the seduction doesn't get him, but the uh, the tears uh, uh, do. That 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 he falls for those, and uh, and he and he literally drops his he drops his cross. Just you hear it clang on the ground. You're not clang, but what's the sound of wood hitting the floor? Thunk, thunk, <laughs> twonk. 
Can he make a, can he make a cross out of anything? The Lost Boys, Did maybe. We, is that Probably earlier on? Know. Can't you make a cross out of any two sticks, or does it have to be a crucifix? Mm. What well, what movie was that then? I, now I need your listeners to remind me. Go to the Evil Ed group and put it. There's a movie where someone loses their cross in a vampire movie and puts two sticks together, and it does the same thing. Mm. The Lost Boys, because, maybe. Because they're religious. Because they're religious, so it at least you know it, it. It does work. I can't remember what it was though. Mm. I don't was, remember. Wasn't Anthony Hopkins and and Bram Stoker's Dracula, Francis Ford Coppola's Dracula, where he uh, he does the two large candlesticks and holds them in a cross, like a cross. I don't know. See, yeah, I can't. I can't remember either. There's so many. There's so many. This could be in literally every vampire movie, and I yeah. cannot remember which one right. it is. So uh, uh, she whirls around with a snarl and growls and starts attacking him. And I, I love how you don't see it at first. You don't see what uh, what he's seeing uh, when he ju- she jumps at him. Uh, yeah, she's got gator mouth. Yeah. Um, and according to uh, this is this is this is the moment where I read stuff. According to uh, Cinefix magazine, uh, in an attempt to produce an authentic reaction of fright when Charlie sees Amy as a vampire for the first time, William Ragsdale did not see her in makeup prior to shooting. Oh, cool. So when he when she whirls around at him, that is a pure look. That, that is a look of <laughs> utter surprise. What he's seeing, <laughs> and uh, I love the uh, just the, ah! <laughs> just that frightened yell. Uh, it's not quite a high pitched scream, uh, but <laughs> I know I it's an it's an eighties movie thing. It's very Goonies. Yeah, it's, uh, and Goonies they scream more when the person's right in front of them than I think they do when they're not. Oh, like there's a lot of. <laughs> yeah, it's a very eighties. All right, it's like you, no one does that. No one screams when someone's in front of them. They they're <laughs> petrified. They don't make a noise. So, uh, according to Cinefix, while blocking this scene out, they didn't quite have uh, the idea. They didn't quite have how horrifying Amy was going to look just then. Um, Tom Holland asked uh, visual effects guy Randall Cook uh, if he could de- devise a shark mouth for Amy. So there was neither time nor money left in the budget to create an elaborate pr- elaborate prosthetic, but Cook agreed to concoct a rig over a weekend with the like promise that uh, it would only be seen on screen for a few seconds. <laughs> so Cook says, if you get the movie on Blu-ray, just let it play. Don't pause it and look carefully. <laughs> I, I think it still looks pretty great. Yeah, it's, it's you can see cool. some lines here and there, sure, but yeah. like on her forehead, especially. I think right where her gums meet her lips, there's a space where you can tell it's probably across the. But it's cool. And I remember that there was an interview with uh, uh, Randy Cook in uh, "You're So Cool, Brewster: The Story of Fright Night," that documentary, where uh, he's just kind of laughing that he put this thing together over a weekend and was like, "Don't, don't focus on it. It's going to be a quick thing." And it's literally on. It's like one of the most famous uh, uh, images from the movie. It's on the poster. It's the poster. <laughs> it's on my arm. It's it's on Len's arm. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's the it's the shark mouth. And uh, finally, we've reached the final stage of our Quint theory that we've had all along. Right, it all wraps around. It all wraps around. Gonna need a bigger coffin. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. 
<laughs> and uh, to spare our listeners, I'll explain it to you off, Mike, <laughs> Jonathan. But uh, I, I really think that that's all I have for uh, uh, this minute. What about you guys? Yeah. Uh, well, Jonathan, thank you again for uh, joining us on this uh, lovely Tuesday. Uh, no where can folks uh, find you and all your many projects? Uh, they'll, they'll know already. If you didn't look from yesterday, it's MinuteImpossible.com. Just go find us there. It's got tons of stuff. We do Mission Impossible. Tom Cruise. Make make funny noises. That's what we do. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's put a stake in this episode. Uh, please follow us on Twitter at Fright Night Min. Send your feedback to Fright Night Minute at gmail.com. And please rate, review, and subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. And until next time, I'm Robin. I'm Chief Brody. I'm Jonathan. Thanks for listening. Have a Fright Night, everyone. Would you come down here and chum some of this shit? <laughs> Don't ever say I'm like the mayor from Jaws. He's a vampire. A what? <laughs> <laughs> You're so